baby, we have an advisual one for you this week. That's right. And that's not even a word, no, honey. No, baby, I made it up. We're reading emails. We're taking phone calls. And we're talking about everything under the sun. Honey, you want tangents? Call the Pythagorean Theorem. Because I'm giving you an isosceles triangle with a... And I'm going to co-sign on that. You know <laughs> what I mean, baby? Let's get out of here. Oh. M. Mom! When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with a sloppy second. Oh, diva. A beady, 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 beady. Our number is 213651. Wait. 213536. Uh huh. 91680. Our email is sloppy second spot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. You slap you stupid little fucks, you not so fucks, you dirty little fucks. Well, I'm gonna stop you taking a big dipper with me, boy. Me, boy, that's big dipper, and I'm wearing bangs. I'm Mrs. Bro. Mrs. Bro. Mrs. Roper. I'm giving it to you. This is a vintage caftan. It looks drunk. You look in love. <laughs> I gotta tell you. Tell me. I drank a couple of hard kombuchas last night, and I got a buzz up going. It only <sighs> took two of them. I went to the Beyonce concert. Didn't know that they were. Alcoholic. Hard. Oh. I was just like, oh, canned kombucha. Great for me. Because sometimes there's a cam- kombucha. Sometimes there's a kombucha. Booch. They, so all of the booch out there. All the boochie cat has alcohol. Has a certain it. amount of alcohol. They don't but, have to tell you until it hits like 5 or 6% alcohol. And though. then it becomes hard. Yes. And that's the stuff that'll get you... Yeah, and I should have known, because I just grabbed a bunch of kombucha, for, and it was like Trader Joe's, so I wasn't thinking like, oh, I wasn't even in the alcohol aisle. Right. So when he was like, can I see your ID? I was like, oh, I wonder what I bought that they needed to see my ID. It turns out it was that booch. Drank, drank two of them straight through, and then was like, texted Michael, and was like, I'm feeling dizzy. And you, because you're kind of laying off the, it's just us today, by Oh, the way. yeah, hi. Sorry, we're doing, this is the advice episode that we put out calls for advice stuff. But we wanted to, you know, give you a little, like, what's going on in our lives. So what happened for you last night? Well, I went to the Beyonce concert. Beyonce, Beyonce? I mean, this is going to be so. Do you know what that's a reference to when I say Beyonce, Beyonce? Well, I'm thinking it's Shakira. No. Because they would say her name twice. Yes, they do. But that's not where it's from. Oh, it's a press thing? Is it from the visual album before Beyonce? Yes. yes. And then, are, you happy, the in, are, you, are you happy to be in Paris? Beyonce, Beyonce, yeah. Oh, I thought you were doing Shakira, uh, Shakira, Shakira, Beyonce, Beyonce. No, I was doing Beyonce, Beyonce. Well, I like my thought better. So how was it? You were there for the birthday show. It was incredible. I mean, who knows? At this point, this will be four weeks ago. Diana Ross was there. Kendrick Lamar was there. She wore a campy, fun birthday, birthday hat. Outfit. Yeah. Blue that. Ivy got cheer. She, we, we applauded... Beyonce, after she sang Dangerously, <laughs> Dangerously in Love with You, which is on both the Destiny's Child album and the Beyonce solo album. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, Donnell told me that. Are they in the song? I think they sing background vocals. And then I think they They always of- sing background vocals. <laughs> she thanked all four members of left out one because <laughs> you watched the whole show. i watched the whole thing on instagram live she left out one and i was like what about what's her name but it was it's the girl that they were like well it's better to be home and, and then have your luggage they can send you your they luggage. can send you your luggage you got to get out of here oh my god no we had an amazing time but the the two youths in front of me lit up a joint 
I was like, don't you just want to vape? Yeah. Also, aren't you not allowed to smoke in there? I saw a video of Timmy Chalamet smoking a cigarette. Um, and I was just like, why would you? Like, to me, no offense if you're a smoker. I don't care. I smoke weed all the time. I smoke weed outside and stuff. But, like, <laughs> if I'm around a bunch of strangers in that situation, my thought is, let me find a smoking section. Because I don't want to put this problem on everyone around me. But guess what? So you may be holding a white nail, <laughs> but I still got all ten. Okay, okay. I just found it on the table, so I didn't know. I think that if I was in the position of the youths in front of me, I would have lit up that joint as well if I was still smoking weed. Because we were at the end of an aisle that you couldn't get out of. We were like at a dead end. So you couldn't really trapped. you couldn't, <laughs> trapped. You couldn't really go anywhere except to go through all the people. So it makes it even easier to get away with it because it's like harder for security to come like tap you on the shoulder. But the reason I brought it up is they big it was big puffs, old school joint, and I think it hit me a little bit. So I think I got like a little contact high. Yeah, just for like five, ten minutes. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's interesting. And how did that feel? Would you? Oh, girl, we were watching the visuals, and the thing came up, and you are the visuals, baby. Like it that's, was incredible. That's how I feel when I take mushrooms. It's like I don't feel different. I don't feel impaired in yeah. any way, but I do feel like I'm taking everything in in a different way. Mushrooms are the one that I think I would go for. I think you could do it. I and think it's a great substitute. I'm interested in the ego death. I didn't. I still haven't taken enough of them to feel that. I'm interested in the like, create a new. Well, I guess it's the chemical ones that create the new brain pathways and the synapses. And that's that. ketamine. That seems that's the crazy candy to muse me. treat. <laughs> treat? Ketamine. She the, loves it. Did you say treat? Treat. Yeah. Yeah. It's her treat. It's her little treat. I've had a long day at work and I want to go home for my little treat. Oh my <laughs> God. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, one time I was in a bathroom. I think it might have been Bushwick a few years ago. No, it was definitely in New York, and I was there with a drag queen who's tall, um, and she wears long nails. And she took a bag of cocaine like this and scooped it out with her nail, and it was a mountain. And she put it right under my nose and was like, "Do the whole thing," and I did. What's the deal? What's the deal with peer pressuring when it comes to drugs? Why are people always like, smoke this with me? Well, I think do it was of more that. of like, um, that we do, dr we, whenever we were together, end up just doing drugs, and she knows how much I need. And so instead of me being like, hey, let's go back to the bathroom, she was like, just get it over with now. <laughs> oh, so what she was doing was looking out for you. Yeah. she Well, and just being like, I don't want to have to keep doing this. Just take it all now. That's Thanks. nice of her. I love So this week we're doing an advice episode. That's right, Diva Doll. I have a few things. Um, we got some emails. Which we never get emails. Yeah, this is very exciting. So do you want me to read one? Yeah. Or do you want to read it? Well, I don't have them. Well, I could get it to you somehow. This is not on. <laughs> All right, here's the first one. Hello, five, six, seven, <laughs> Hello, Daddy Little Nippy Dipper and Big Peppy Nippy Meatball. That's the one. Sit down and enjoy my horror story. Okay. Great start. I hooked up with a guy with a beer can-sized cock that tried to put it in dry. Nope. Just with the lube from a condom. 
I was dazed, but my mom didn't raise a weak bitch, so I began to ride him, but I felt we a weird sensation in my pelvic area. When I tried to pull out, it felt even worse. Long story short, his dick in my hole made a vacuum seal that I had to pry open with a couple of fingers, and when I tell you I painted him... That is an understatement. While while he didn't freak out, I was beyond embarrassed. He assured me it was fine. We cleaned up and began to make out again. He blows his load and we say our goodbyes. Later that day, I tell my doctor what happened and she tells me I was very close to getting an anal prolapse and having to wear diapers for a while before I could recover completely. To this day, while we haven't done anything since, he teases me with what happened that day whenever he finds me on Grinder. The moral of the story is, if you have a dick that size, Eat this hole before putting it in. Use lube, too. I still drool when I think about it. Now, why haven't you hooked up with him again? Because of the experience being negative or what? Because if you... Because now, yeah, I mean, you've now been, you've been, you've been to hell, so you might as well just, just come go, back. Go on back a couple times. Yeah, and just know that it takes a lot of lube. Yeah. Um. Why aren't people using lube? Like, I understand that people like different amounts of friction while fucking. Like, some people like it a little drier. Some people need it to be slick like an oil slick. Right. God, some people love a lot. Oh, like a lot of lube. Like a lot of lube. I I think I I need to start with a lot of lube. Yeah, and then it can sort of And then it goes away because I use water-based because I'm not, like, silicone's too hard to clean up. Because I'm not using that silicone. I'm not using that silicone. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't want floating silicone in your body. Well, I think it's different. You don't think it can float up your butthole? No, I think it can. And make its way to your heart? Your body, once you're inside the butthole, <laughs> no, that's not. It's all loose. I saw Osmosis Jones. Don't you know who Miss Frizzle is? And haven't you ridden that magic that's school a booty bus? Hole. Keisha, Keisha, that's, that's a, a booty, booty hole. hole. No, uh, your digestive tract. I know. There's a protective. I'm layer. just kidding. Yeah, but yes, use water-based. That loop. gelatinous piece could wake, make its way out of your mouth. Well, all I'm saying is, if you want more Macy friction, Robin famously vomited up poop. I forgot that that happened of Nympho That's a deep cut on Nympho That's a hard deep cut. But use, just what I'm saying is use a lot of water-based lube and then let it kind of, once you've stretched everything out in there, let Mm -hmm. it just kind of disappear and then they can just keep spitting on it or something. Right? Yeah. I would say don't ever force your way into a dry butthole. Someone did that to me one time. Nor make the assumption that someone is pre-lube. It is totally fine to be like, do you have lube, babe? Or let's lube up your hole. Or I want to get you wet and slick before I fuck you. Like, if you're worried about the dirty talk, just do that. Do you think this guy was just like, oh, there's lube on the condom, that's enough? Because it's not. I don't even, can. well, I haven't touched a condom in a while. Who, I mean, who's using those? Next call. Well, let's take a break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it? Maybe bed. I always think about my work week and how busy it is. And I'm like, 
I wish I had an actual weekend. Now that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your life? If I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think like, that's just how my brain works or like this is how I see the world but those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different you, those are things you can talk about with your therapist mm -hmm. if you're thinking of starting therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online and designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch their anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. And we're back! Do you remember the films Mighty Ducks? Yeah. I feel like I want to watch those again. Why? Emilio Estevez. Joshua Jackson. No, they the were flying a team. They were a team. They were a hockey team. The hockey team, but they were all bad at hockey. Well, he was a drunk driver, right? He made a mistake. He was a businessman. <laughs> he was a businessman. <laughs> and he made a mistake by drunk driving. Uh -huh. and, and rather than punishment. going to prison, he had a lenient uh, judge. And our system is broken and favors uh, white passing people. Absolutely. And so Emilio Estevez, uh, well, I guess arguably just a white man. Uh, yeah, I think he might be white. Um, well, his dad famously is Chuck Char Lorre. <laughs> Charlie, Charles, no. That's his brother, Charlie Sheen. Edward Sheen. No, who's the dad's name? Marga, you're the one with Martin, the computer! Martin, Martin Scorsese Sheen. <laughs> Martin Sheen, famous owner of Sheen Fashions, mm -hmm. who creates $5 looks for the Beyonce concert, mm -hmm. if you want to go in full chrome. Anyways, Emilio Estevez's character came into question. No, the character he played was a businessman who made a mistake and his, was assigned community service to coach a struggling hockey team. Slay. And he got those ducks in line. That's right. And he said, who's He got the, his ducks in a row. Yeah, he said, who's in a... He actually got his ducks in a V. In a V. The flying V. That's and right. And then they win. And then there's... Three more. Three, two more. Two more movies. There's Mighty... It's there's, like Snow Dogs. And there's Mighty literally Ducks 3, they five just called... Snow Dog movies. D3. I don't know if Cuba Gooden Jr. is in all of them. <laughs> Did you ever see that film Rat Race? Yeah, I love that movie. That's a plane movie if I've ever watched one. It's full on of, my iPad. Full of stars. D Whoopi. Whoopi. What is she doing there? And why I, is she so funny? But I couldn't tell you what she's doing there. Doesn't make any sense why she's in the film. Was that around the same time that like those big comedy movies like with everyone, like A Fish Called Wanda with what's his name? <laughs> no. And the other guy? Danny DeVito. No. 
Who's in Wait, Fish Did Cold you know Wild? that Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger, twins. Well, they played twins, and then they were in another movie together where Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Never in your life will you say his name right. Keep going. Gets pregnant, and I think it's called Junior. Yeah. I think is that a sequel? No. But they were a dynamic duo. Let's name some other dynamic duos. No, okay. let's do the next call. This is going to be the worst episode ever. Why? I don't know. I just feel like we both have, like, no energy. Ah! Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was That like... sounded like one of those screaming goats. <laughs> gotcha. No, um, Danny DeVito is just, like, the doctor. Doctor? In this film, twins. Okay, so Junior. one time when I was... First in New York, this guy who had a huge dick. Like, the deal was, on it was a Craigslist hookup. Had him come over to my apartment, and the deal was that I was just going to blow him. Love. And um, he did that thing where it was like, while I was blowing him, he kept, like, reaching for my butt and, like, trying to, like, finger it dry. And I was like, no butt, no butt stuff. Like, I just don't do that. No I'm butt not comfortable stuff, with that. I just, I was trying to service you. But he was trying to, like create more of a thing out of it. And so he's like, that ass is so nice. I just want to get it in there. He didn't lick it. He didn't finger me. He didn't do anything. He just put a condom on and then kept trying to force his dick into my butt. And it just doesn't make any sense. And now that I think about it, like maybe he had never done butt stuff either. And he thought he could take advantage of a, a young, nubile, 18 year old. You gotta lick it. Before we kick it, you gotta get it soft and wet so we can kick it. Who is that? 20 Fingers. <laughs> what? That, that's the name of the group. It's, they're called 20 Fingers, but that is amazing advice that we should all adhere to. You gotta lick it before you stick it. Actually, I think that might be the radio edit, because I always knew it was you gotta lick it before you stick it. You gotta lick it uh, before you stick it in my hole. Next call. Okay. Ready? Slay. This one might be a little off the beaten path for you. I'm calling about the advice podcast. Um, I just have been feeling like very existential. Mm. You ready? And I feel like I'm at a turning point in my life where I've been happy where I'm living and some of my needs are being met as far as like things I want to go do and I've met some fun people but I'm still living in kind of a tiny place um I don't know never mind I don't know how to delete this thoughts Uh, as I've said numerous times get out of wherever you are (laughs) I think that everyone should move away from where they grew up for at least four or five years. Yeah, just to experience the world. Just experience something different. Go to the complete opposite, whether or not you think you're going to like it. like Because you're going to learn stuff, and you're going to meet a bunch of different people. So get if you don't like where you're at, I mean, if you have a bunch of friends and stuff, it's not going to hurt you to like leave for a year. It's Put your stuff in storage. Leave it in your parents' garage. Leave it at a friend's house. And just go. Just get up and go. Get a job. Suck a dick. Suck a dick. No, I 
I am curious about this because I feel like you're very good at setting boundaries mm -hmm. and you are able to like be on the path that you're on, but also like be a person. Mm -hmm. And I struggle with this. This is a recurring theme that we talk about many times on this podcast. Um, your but, personhood is your work. You cannot. Yes. I'm trying to figure out what is going on in my personhood. And like, can I just like take a cooking class and have it like not have anything to do with like a social media post or like my job? Yeah. You could. But am I able to? No, because you're going to for October. You decided to take a job that's not your normal job in your time off. You had a whole month. You decide you're going to work for a fucking month. That's you, baby. I know. And so it's not like you need the money. No, I mean. <laughs> it's not like you're dying. Like, you're the one who bought the car. Yeah, I'm the one that should be working. Because I bought a car. Didn't you already pay for the car? Yeah, I did. <laughs> but I work hard. No, I understand. And then you also set boundaries. Like, you won't text me back for three or four days. And that's on me. <laughs> and that's on period. And that's on period. No, but so the existential thing, I totally understand the feeling caller of, you know, oh, something's got to give, something's got to change. And I'll tell you this from personal experience, the only thing standing in your way is you. So even if you don't have the wherewithal or you don't even have like the, uh, I don't know, the interest even in completely moving, though I totally agree with you, Meatball, that like living somewhere different from where you grew up or where you've been for a long time is really important. I spent time, obviously I went to, I grew up in Chicago. I went mm -hmm. to school in upstate New York. I lived in Chicago again. I lived in New York. I lived in Brooklyn. And then I also then moved to LA. It's like, all of that shaped me, and I became a different person in each of those cities. Also, yeah, if you don't want to leave, it's like maybe pick a like fi find something that you're you've always wanted to do but is uncomfortable, and just try it. Like take a class, take a dance class, um, become an equestrian, like ride a horse, like there's make some carbonara at home. Yeah, cook some carbonara at home. It's really easy. It's just eggs and bacon, ba technically baked, basically, and flour. Because if you're gonna make the pasta. Oh, you gotta make the pasta from scratch. That's just gonna be eggs and flour. And you gotta make that well. Wait, so you, so what you is make the well? So you put the first you put the flour, flour and then the flour you put a on the hole counter. In the first flour. you clean the counter. You gotta clean the counter first. So okay, what you're gonna want to do is go to the a, a Target, a grocery store. Well, you, a Target is good. A super Honestly, Target. A Walmart might be better. Can I tell you something? Tell me. Because I'm usually against big box stores Same. and everything. Same, of course. But because. The Walmart in Burbank has some of the fastest car chargers. You find yourself. I at the find Walmart. myself walking around the Walmart, being like, "It's so much cheaper here." Now let me ask you a question: what? When you plug in that car at the car charger, yeah, do you just feel like I'm a good person? Do you I, ever have that feeling? I don't feel like a good person. I just feel like, wow, um, <laughs> I don't have to spend as much money on gas. Like it, that's the crazy thing that because those you don't you put like a quarter in there, right? No, it's if you're in California and you buy an electric car, you get free car charging for two That's years. why everyone at CCBC was so like electric car hard on jerk off goons. It's also session. really good for the environment. That's and why I asked, do you feel like a good person? The car is so quiet. I do feel like a better person. Now, how many liquids are we on? Okay, so I've had two of these. Rise! You know that song? Rise! Everybody, rise! 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 I think we get it. 
Well, that's the song. So, I mean, see a therapist. If you're, like, actually, like, in a in a rough spot and you feel like you need help, you need to talk to your friends, you need to talk to family, but if you're tired of them, that's three, four, five. Now, who's on that cup? Is that Delta? Yeah, Delta work. She's gorgeous. Rise! Rise! Yeah, I mean, the only one who's going to change your destiny is you. Or, you know, Simon, Paula, and Randy. Some people wait a lifetime for a moment like this. Could this be the greatest time that I this? That song is 17 years old, two days ago. Controversial opinion about Kelly Clarkson. She wasn't the best on that show. No, I don't care for her as a talk show host. Oh yeah, no, that's not her. That's not her like bread and butter. I mean, right now it's like what she's doing. Everyone is like everyone falls in love with her. Oh, Kelly Clarkson, the talk show host. I'm like, she's to me a chaotic interviewer who like overexplains herself. Like I have can give anyone a critique about being. Yeah, you should. We shouldn't talk about anyone's interviewing skills. I think she's a wonderful host. (laughs) You know who else I think is wonderful? Drew Barrymore. Ellen. Well, I do think Drew Barrymore is a good TV host. And she's got my favorite Ross Matthews on there. Yeah. Well, I'm obsessed EMAF. with Ross Matthews, by the way. And thank you, Ross, for all your support throughout these years. Do you want to read an email? Yeah, I'll re- I don't know how to. I can read. This question comes from someone. <laughs> my husband and I cheated on each other with the same person at the same time. The man was also my husband's brother's boyfriend. Is that gay? And what do you mean you cheated on each other at the, with the same person at the same time? You that means mean you're you had a, a threesome. threesome. And that is super gay, especially if that person was your husband's brother's boyfriend. In this so scenario, your gay brothers? Yeah, two gay brothers. And the one brother scooped the other brother's now, man twins? and then brought his husband into it. Javert. I mean, I'm fine with that. You are? Well, it's going to make family reunions and stuff uncomfortable, but I don't see anything wrong with the couple having, well, now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> to me, you using you saying that you cheated, you're being stupid and playful. <laughs> Mime it out. <laughs> Who would play them? <laughs> My husband's <laughs> brother, boyfriend. It just seems it's not far enough away. You know what I mean? Right. It feels like a little too close. It feels a little incestuous. Well, none of it is incestuous. No, I know it's not. But because it's like your husband's brother's boyfriend. Yeah. It's too, it's like, it feels like it's on the same line. Now, is it seven brides for seven brothers? Or was it 27 dresses with that fucking bitch, Catherine Heigl? <laughs> I see a bitch. I don't know. Just remember when Hollywood canceled her for being like rude and smoking all the time? And now, what I'm saying is. I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong with y'all having a threesome, but it is odd that that is the person that you went to because yes. does your husband's brother know? Right, that's the other thing cuz like maybe the brothers are like it's hot, we're gay brothers and we like to share bussy. No, that's the part that's That's gross, gross to me. I wouldn't have sex with anyone that my brother has had sex with. Same. I That's what I'm saying. It feels don't want to have sex li- with anyone you've had sex with. Too bad, faggot. 
Yeah, who was it? it was I can't crossover. remember. I feel there like was there was just one. It was recently. That we discovered it. Right? Yeah. Oh, well. Un- not yeah. memorable. Yeah. Yeah. My mom would do that. If she ate something she didn't like, she would go through the action of waiting for the waiter to come by, taking a bite, going, Wah. no. And then the waiter would say, Nikki? Uh. <laughs> no, she would be like, I want something else. I want something else. Oh. But she would pay. She never would take free stuff from restaurants. She even made us pay for like birthday cakes when they would bring them out. Bring them out. Bring, bring them out. out. Uh, when I grew up, I was a really picky eater. Like for a very long time. I feel like you're a picky eater now. What? What do you mean? There's just kind of one thing that I'm not excited about, which is like raw meat. Okay. Like when I get steak, I like prefer it medium. Okay, medium is good. Medium rare is better. Rare is disgusting to me. Yes. And so that's it's also why I'm like not a big fan of sushi with the raw fish. Like just raw meats like that and like oysters and things like that, that is ooey gooey down my throat. So, so. <laughs> but yeah, no, nothing. but so when I was growing up, I was like, my diet was peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, chicken nuggets, butter noodles. No, we were no chicken nuggets, no fries. Like, that was not in the household. Yeah, I know, shocking. Uh, hot dogs, explaining a lot. hot dogs, uh, like plain noodles with shake cheese on it or maybe butter and shake cheese. That's what we call Parmesan cheese in my house. And peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And what I used to say when my mother put vegetables on my plate was, if it looks yuck, it is yuck. (laughs) So you were a little bitch. I can't believe you didn't eat vegetables. That's wild. (laughs) Bitch, I remember throwing up garbanzo beans. What? I was like, no, at the table. I used to, they used to leave me at the table. They were like, you need to finish your plate or else you can't leave the table or go to bed. And I would fall asleep in the chair. That's Stubborn. wild. Yeah. Like Over until I was like seven or eight. Food, I guess I did, had a different relationship with food because I was like, I don't love it, but I'll fucking just eat it to get it over with. But I was also eating rocks at that time too. Now, hold on a I would, second. Oh, wait, you didn't know. I was a child would eat, like, handfuls of sand. We lived in Egypt, and, like, there was just sand everywhere. The brag? And the brag? It wasn't a brag. It was just that's when it was. You were like, We'd morning, like, Sphinx. Hang early. Um, but I would, like, take handfuls of sand on the playground and just eat it. And my parents would have to stop me. And then it developed into me just picking up... I would like find the perfect pebble. It would be like white and like dry. And then I'd suck on it to get the flavor off and look at it. And if it was like the right size, I would swallow it whole. And what was the right size? It's just, I don't know. I sometimes would do some big ones and they would get stuck here. And I'd be like, like a cat. Like now, do you think your parents were calling around looking for the return policy? Then we got like, we, we got the freak. Well, the problem the was is they bought me in America and then. <laughs> They bought me over overseas, and we were over across the country. They couldn't I just return don't me if understand. They what, and what was the impulse for this? I My don't know. Someone addiction. said it was like maybe pica or something. Like maybe I had like iron deficiency, and, and your body, and like my body was like the rocks. Eat the, it's the rocks, suck the salt off of this stuff. Because I was also super into sour. Like I would suck on lemons as a baby. Which was weird, but uh, my parents started to care when I started pooping like worms that were like this long. That's why you think you're full of worms. I constantly think I'm full of worms. I think I'm, I feel them right now. 
They're crawling all up inside me. Oh, get me worms. What were the worms? That you, were they from the stones? I, I would think it was from eating the sand. Like I was sand like sandworms, like in Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. You know what I mean? Have you ever had a worm or a parasite? I, I couldn't tell you what has happened in the last three minutes. I don't know. Oh, it's weird when there's nothing to hold us to anything. Like there's no outline or anything. That is crazy. And your teeth are so nice. Well, these weren't the ones that I had at the time. Oh, these were right. like up in my oh, skull. You had the baby. I had my baby teeth. We got to take a break. We'll be right we'll back. We'll be right back. Go grab yourself a bottle of sand, a handful of sand. And we're back! Down! Hey, divas. So, I've been in a long-term relationship a couple years now, and we both entered the relationship as top. And over time, I have learned to bottom. And I have actually learned to like it. But I miss topping. Is it? I not a feel about the fact that my partner doesn't want to bottom. Like, it feels like he has no desire to do it, so I do not want to force it upon him because I believe that consent is cute. Um, but I miss it. What do you guys think? Huh? See this? Love you. Goodbye. It's big. Oh, it's big. Wait, play that. That sounded cool. Dipper, put that- the money down my pants. I know that one. Just songs. Here's the thing about that. Why don't you just ask him? Have you asked him? It seems like you haven't asked him. I don't understand why these people are in relationships and they can't be like, hey. um, Sit on my face. Like, I want to eat your ass. And also, you don't even have to start with like, I want to fuck you. Please, I haven't fucked anything in a long time. Let me fuck you. You could literally just be like, I'm kind of into butts. Like, I, I have been wanting to like play with your butt. Can I play with your butt? I and think then you start should... by eating it, fingering it, yeah. and then I work mean, your way on up. The 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 real advice here is just have a tell conversation your, with your boyfriend that and be like, hey, I really want to fuck. But I think the fun way to do it <laughs> would be to like, oh my god, your ass looks amazing in those shorts. Yes. Oh my god, I can just smell your bussy from across the room. Mm, no. Yeah, and then it's like you can leave like little written notes, like tiny little notes <laughs> that are just like, "Wow, that hole is so enticing." And then roll it up real tiny, just leave it out like in the couch cushions, or pretend it's a magic trick and like be like, "What's behind your ear?" And like reach What's and pull the little bussy? scroll. Whoa, oh, yeah, you pull didn't it, even pull feel it from your butthole. You didn't even feel it. Wow, you must be so loose. Oh, and make it like it's a letter from the hole so the hole says like fuck me dad fuck me daddy I want your cock boyfriend you could be playful and fun you could be playful and fun I think also just like (laughs) maybe introduce more toys and so that way it's easier like make it more fun I don't how long did they say they were together I think three years hold on let's see yeah you guys still haven't done everything yet so i've been in a long-term relationship a couple years now couple Couple years years now yeah i say either have the conversation 
and then start be like, we don't have to fuck immediately. Let's ease into it. Or I don't know. Pull a Derek Barry, get a third. Just get Oh a yeah, hole. find a hole. Find a hole and and just fuck them and be like, now get out of my house. I don't want to be friends with you. Or if your boyfriend is really not into bottoming now, like because they've sort of grown out of it or whatever, be like, I have a need and that need Well you is said he never they were tops when they started. So and he that never need bottomed. for speed. Wait, what? At the beginning he said they've been together for two years. They started their relationship as both tops. I thought he was saying we've become tops. Should we just listen to listen it? Let's do it again. <laughs> hey, Divas. So I've been in a long term relationship a couple years now. Couple years and now. People entered the relationship as tops. Okay, well, you're yeah. Right. So they he never bottomed before. So you have to get I think get one of those uh silicone molds, get a pocket pussy and just fuck it with your boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we solved world peace. Oh my god! <laughs> world like, hunger. Look at us go. Next call, baby. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm up in here, Oprah-ing, <laughs> changing people's lives and stealing their money. Me, I'm Oprah-ing. Okay, I have one to read for you. Slay. Hi, slops. I need advice on how to handle an annoying coworker. Maybe you can relate. <laughs> one of my coworkers is constantly micromanaging our team. Even though she isn't our manager, she is an extremely anxious person, and I don't want to hurt her feelings. Oh, that's sweet. Or cause any weirdness at my workplace. Could the two of you and possibly someone else, your esteemed guest, there's no guest today. Where'd they go? Role play out how you could handle this situation <laughs> slash confrontation. Love the pod. Ooh, ah, down. I would well, like can I say me something? to be the micromanager and you to be the person solving the problem in our role play when we get there. I think that people that micromanage when at work often deal with a lot of personal anxiety. Yes, they said so, that she's extremely anxious. Oh. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I think <laughs> what it is, is is that they're putting their anxiety onto everybody else. And the only way that I think you can fix that is by reversing their anxiety. Is by, like, asking them what they need before they start trying to micromanage. And do stuff like that so that it feels like you're putting it on them again instead of them coming around being like, da 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 da, -da. Right. Like, you have to just be like, yeah, we know that. And what are you going to be taking care of so that we know that, like, that's going to be working for you. And while you're doing that, we'll take care of this stuff. And we can meet up and talk about it later today. But you have to, like, the reason they're micromanaging is because they have a fear that you're, the anxiety, that you're not doing the job the way they want you to. Right. And so if you can ease them before they can even get at you. I know sometimes, like, a lot of the projects I work on in scale or how many people consume them out in the world or like the quality we're doing feels very like a big team or like at a corporate level mm -hmm. but often it's just a couple of people it's literally you and two other people <laughs> yeah. and so a lot of times when the team is that small I know for me I want everyone to feel engaged and heard and seen so sometimes there's like she doesn't need to be micromanaging, but she's just doing it because it makes her feel better. Mm -hmm. I think there's a way, just like you said, where you could say, like, why don't you make a checklist? 
Yeah. You let me know all the steps you want me to take to do this project, and then I will just check them off as I do them, and I'll send it to you at the end of every week. Or something like that where you say, like, oh, rather than checking in with me and, like, being like, did you do this? Did you do step yeah. three? Did you do step four? You just give me the outline of exactly how you want it done, babe. Just do that, and then once that's there, they'll feel at ease. And you can ignore it. And you can ignore it. And, and lie straight to the their way face. You do it. Say, I'm going to check all these boxes. You want to role play? Yeah, okay. My name's Sandra, okay. and I'm the micromanager. Sandra, oh, okay. And we are at? A Taco Bell. Okay. Hey, Lucinda. Oh, yeah. I was just checking Simpson. in on the week. Sandra is my name. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Hey, Lucinda. Oh, hey, Sandra. Hi. What's up? Um, I was just checking in on the weekly tasks. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to actually, I'm doing them all right now. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that you, uh, you're going to reseal all of the uh, items in the fridge. Yes, Sandra. As as you know, I always reseal everything. I know. Way. I'm just double checking. Just oh. a friendly coworker double check. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Sandra, I just want you to know, um, you know what would be great? What? Instead of you having to keep on coming over here and check on all of oh, us. Oh, it's no problem stuff, for me. I have no issue coming oh, to double check. I know, but it's actually, for me, it's actually taking me out of what I'm doing right now because you oh. keep on checking. So what I think would work for both of us is what if you made like a little checklist and then we could check it off and let you know or you could swing around at the end of the day and let us know what we maybe missed or messed up. But just constantly coming and, and doing that, I feel I feel like I can't get anything done because I'm worried. I don't like that idea. Well, Sandra, why don't you take this cheesy gordita crunch and shove it right up your cunt? I quit. <laughs> I was gonna throw it at you, but this room is full of electronics. <laughs> I know. And I was literally like, uh, no. And scene. Thank you. Wow, Lucinda. You stood up for yourself. Now, if that was a real job, I'd be like, yeah, I'll do it. It's fine. Yeah, and you'd be but high it's like also, out of your mind. You're not my boss. Right. That's the weird part. The worst part is that I would probably be like, bitch, shut the fuck. Like, right. I Anytime I worked retail and there was someone who would always, like, we were the same level. I remember very specifically. He was such a dick. He would always try to, like, tell me and micromanage me and be like, you're not folding me. He's like, you have to do this table, this table. Right. And I finally one day looked at him and I was like, you're not the boss. Right. We're the same level here. Right. Why do you care? Well, yeah, because the gag is sometimes like the boss is like, you're doing great, Lucinda. Yeah. Way to go. Employee of the month. And Sandra's well, like, that was kind of, Lucinda, I think I part like of his issue that. was that the boss did like me more because I was like more relaxed. And he clearly wanted a manager position. But by being a bitch like that, you're not going to get that job. Next it's call. Because office place politics are wild. It's not about who's best at their job. Yeah. I mean, that's absolutely wild behavior. You want to check the email on that tablet? Something new coming your way. It's quite the read, honey. You know I'm illiterate. You know I'm a Christian illiterate. Now, is it attached? Oh, there it is. And... Wow, you see how slow this thing is? I do. <laughs> hey, oh, next call. Hey, divas. So what the hell am I supposed to do when someone catfishes with their own pictures? Dun, dun. I'm barely 20, and although I have experience 
It's more from cruising, bike trails, and Riverside and a nudist community. Hookups in the past have all been good with minimal red flags. Hit the trails, fag. <laughs> there was this guy I was meeting up with, and I like to get photos before I meet up with anyone. And sure. the photos I got looked all right. He wasn't skinny, but he wasn't chunky. Okay. Regardless of the body type, I probably would have gotten with him. Sorry. <laughs> There's just, can you see how it's written on this? Oh, yeah. No punctuation. There's no That's punctuation. That's how they no, sent nothing. it. Oh, okay. This wasn't an email. It was a text. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. You're barely 20, so that's why you wrote it like this. Regardless of body type, I probably would have gotten with him, but it's more to get the motors going. I probably would have gotten with him. The photos are more to get the motors going. Like, that's why we're exchanging photos, to sort of rev each other up before the hookup. The photos didn't look like they were taking years ago either, so I thought they were relatively recent. Mm -hmm. The dick pics were good. It looked thick, maybe six or seven inches. But when I met up with him, the only thing that matched was the face. Bum, bum. He had gained a lot of weight since those photos. I get it. Sometimes weight fluctuates, but not this much. Oops. And as a consequence, the dick kind of went back into its nest. He was... <laughs> what did you call it when we were at CCBC? Mushrooms? In mushroom mushroom head? Um, the acorn? The acorn. He was, I don't want you to see my acorn. <laughs> He was already hard when I met up with him, and it was maybe four inches, not thick, and it was a different color. I don't like being lied to. I get with all kinds of guys, but when I plan a hookup and get photos of you that aren't true, what am I supposed to do? I told the guy, hey, I'm sorry, but your photos don't represent you, mm -hmm. and I honestly don't feel comfortable. He got mad and was trying to guilt trip me, but which kind of worked, but I still had to wall... I still had a wall up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But then he grabbed my hand and put it on his penis. As soon as my hand touched it, he busted. And it wasn't a little. I could have filled up a two Tic Tac containers. Why is that? Why is that? Why not like half cup, quarter cup, <laughs> third cup, three te teaspoons, tablespoons, two Tic Tac containers. Um, I left with my hand covered in his spunk and deceptions with no dick for the day. Was I wrong for saying something? What should I have said? I have more stories that aren't bad and fun to call in for. Goodbye, slops. Now, what is this person's email? Because I would like to get back to them. No, they about... sent a text oh. message. Uh, we've talked about this before. That's fucked up. You did the right thing. You said I was uncomfortable. But da 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 da. He assaulted <laughs> you when he grabbed your hand and put it on his face. That's an assault. That's assault. Sexual assault. Because you didn't ask for it. You were saying basically no in the moment, and then he made it happen. This guy gets off on this. Yeah. And I this think is in like this old day shit and in age, the bag. Yeah, you know what I mean? Shit in the bag. You drop it down. Surprise. Also, I don't think that you can judge the age of a photo anymore because the quality of yeah. photos at this point in time can only keep getting better and better and better. But where they're at, I couldn't tell a photo from five years ago from a photo today, like yeah. quality-wise, yeah. HD-wise. It's That's just what they are. Yeah. So the, the guy lied to you and he knew he was doing it. This reminds me of one of my first hookups off of like Scruff or, yeah, maybe off of Scruff. The guy sent a bunch of photos, and one of the photos he sent, he was sort of, like, laying down, 
And then I think he kind of like took the photo from above, but his head was sort of laying off the bed. Uh-huh. So his face was actually upside down in the picture. And he had all of the things that made me go like, that's a face. <laughs> you know, two, two eyes, eyes, a nose, nose mouth. mouth. And then he had like a, a beard. Okay. But like I never flipped the phone upside down. I just like looked at it. And then when I showed up at his door, Shrek. You know, like it, it was more he Picasso said, face. He, he looked at you and he said, welcome to my swamp donkey. <laughs> he said. Wait. He said, get out my R.I.P. I know. R.I.P. So I, I kind of got, got, and then I stayed and I hated it, but I didn't know I could leave because it was early on. Yeah, it's this person's my also, experience. they said early 20s. This sounds like you knew you could leave, but he grabbed your dick and came before you could. Did you no. just yawn through yeah. your nose? Yes. I'm getting really good at it. <laughs> he grabbed his hand and put it on his dick. No, that's what I mean. And then immediately came. Came. Two tic-tac containers. containers worth. Unbelievable. Remember that time yeah. with that guy? Which? Kept telling me that he was like, I haven't come in like two weeks. I have the hugest love oh, yeah. for you. And when he came, it was like Spuddled. literally three drops on my thigh. I'm on your thigh. Yeah, because he stood up on the bed above me to come. Let's take a break. <laughs> And we're back on my head. <laughs> and we're back. What up, Big Dipper and Meatball? Uh, I just wanted to ask, what is your opinion on the new Nicki Minaj? Nicki Minaj song. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. I just like to hear your guys' take. Thanks. Bye. Have you heard it? No. <laughs> it's like a, a slow bop. It's Is like she a, singing? Yeah, she's like singing grand piano? and rapping. Not as much as Grand Piano. <laughs> will you play a little taste of it or will we get taken down? We might get dinged a little bit. Let me see what I can come up with here. Nicki Minaj. Like a grand piano. Pink Friday 2. I'm back on liking Nicki Minaj. Like I like the beat. And then the beat goes. But like, I think if this was a new artist's lead single, there would be no way that it would be popular. I like the music. Yeah. Ba -dee 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 -da. She should partner with Charlie XCX on something. Oh, yeah. Like, if she wants to do a pop hit like that, she just needs Charlie XCX to be like, come on, bar, like, whatever she does. I just need Nikki to be like, to go ham. Remember her verse on Monster. Yeah, just remember when she, like, went off on stuff. Like, now I feel like she's so solidified as a superstar that every time she shows up, she's just this, this, little body roll, and she, like, make sure her hair is laid straight constantly. Mm -hmm. And like, she looks gorgeous. 
But I want her to go hard. Did you just burp through your nose? I did. I was real yawning good through at my it. nose, too. I've had two of these and nothing. What, I'm not engaging enough for you? I just think I'm ex- exhausted today. Hi, you sloth, you stupid little fuck, you nasty little fuck, you dirty little fuck, you stupid little fuck. Hi, Meepo, and that's Big Dipper. I'm a long-time listener, but fifth time caller. I live vicariously to the sexy time stories that y'all feature in your glorious podcast, that I've been living be the fuck yeah as a single person for the last three years or so, and I have to say, it's been amazing, and I don't feel incomplete not having a partner. But with that being said, it's been too long since I've had sexuals, and I want to ask you for advice on how I get man. Thank you very much. Y'all are amazing, and goodbye. It's been too long since I've had sexuals. There's 20 seconds left of this voicemail of just silence. What's, oh, it's just silence? It's playing right now. Now, did he hang up the phone? Or? Couldn't tell you. There might be a click. Oh. Come. oh. <laughs> pocket. It's in the pocket. This reminds me of the, oh, my Ooh. screen is broken. Oh, how do I hang up? My screen is broken. Okay, now it's over. Um. I mean, we talk about it all the time. I mean, it depends on what you're into, but there's the apps. That's an easy way to have sex. Going to a gay bar that is specifically known for, like, cruisy behavior, for instance, in Los Angeles. If I was trying to hook up with someone and wanted to, like, take them home for meeting at a bar, I would probably go to the Eagle. Right. Um you know, like, there's just, you got to look for the, again, cruising. If you just want to have sex, you could cruise to find someone and then take them to your home and have sex with them there. Mm. Yeah, I am more interested in what this person was saying about being single. Did you clock that, T? What, they've been single for? for yeah, and they were like, I like being single, and I don't feel weird about being single, and it's fun to be single, yeah. but I'm getting the urge to, like, have this sexual encounter. So I agree with you. I mean, there are well, so many ways to- Why is it that you can be single and not have sex? Like, what does that mean? Well, I think they're more like, I don't want to be coupled up. Because we've had this conversation, too, where, like, some people are focused on the coupling up that, like- They'll go on three dates with someone and be like, that's my boyfriend. Oh, yeah. That's and it's weird. like, oh, you're just actually like learning if you like that person. Yeah. Because, you know, like sometimes you meet a person and hang out and you're like, maybe they get a second go around or maybe they get a third go around. But it's like, for me, I'm like, you have to be around for a few months for me to be oh, yeah. interested in like bringing you into my life. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, me and Michael were like, Talking for like two years, like right? for yeah, like a very long time before we were like officially together. What did you ever have like a quick early boyfriend? Like we're locked in as boyfriends. Uh, kind of, but like we didn't say anything. I think we both felt it, but we were just like, well, we're still not a couple, so we right. could do whatever. My only other sort of long term boyfriend scenario. He asked me to date him. We were dating casually. Like, we would just, like, hang out once a week or every other week. And then he was like, I would like to be boyfriends. Is that something you would be open to? Yeah. And I was like, oh, then that means we're, like, becoming an official thing. Mm. So I enjoyed that. But I, again, with for this person, it's like, you sound like you just want, like, a steady fuck buddy then. Right. And I don't just, is that hard to... 
seems like that's not hard to find. Uh, in LA, that's not hard to find. No one wants commitment. Everyone just wants to fucking and leave. Yeah, I feel like finding the sex, you have to understand why you like being single and what you're looking for. Are you just looking for sex? Are you looking for... Um, intimate connection. Intimate connection, but still remaining single because that's a different thing. You have to find someone who wants to have sex in the way that you like having sex. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of choking, hitting. Right. Yeah. Blumpkins. That was one time. I'm just kidding. I hate poop. It's so gross. It's so crazy that we all do it. We do. And farting. Yeah, and now I'm just thinking about like everyone in the building and now imagining them pooping. Farting is like tough. Huh. In what way? Like I get really embarrassed if I have to fart in a group setting. Well. And I don't have time or access to walk away and go do it in the other room. Mm-hmm. How bad are your farts? Well, that's the thing. Sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes See, it's I like, know when they're going to be bad. Feel, so I don't feel No, you just like I just know like what I ate the day before, like what could be causing the gas. And I'm like, if it's dairy based, you go, you leave the room. Yeah. But that's what I mean. When something like that comes out of your body and you're like, oh, how can you feel sexy? How can you well, feel like I can that? tell you why you feel sexy? Because you feel 10 pounds lighter after a good toot toot. You feel sexy, baby. But I'm just saying Getting I'm that like, out. I'm like, we're disgusting. Yo, the human body is covered in mites. You know what I mean? And everyone's body is shaped so differently. And that's what makes us individuals. Thanks, Paul. I love that. Well, we did it, Meatball. That's next call. We did it. Play one more call because I know I'm going to edit a bunch out. (laughs) There's no other voicemail. All right. Well, thank you. We did it. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. You can send us an email at sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Or call in with your own fuck talk story or text us a story with punctuation to 213-536-9180. Thanks. Goodbye. Hi. I'm going to try to make this quick since I tend to ramble. Um, I was talking to this guy in Sniffy. He was talking this huge game about how he's going to fuck me, yada, yada, yada. So I get ready, I take about 30 minutes to clean myself out and then shower and go to the place. Wow. Um, we're being little pigs, so we're meeting at a Target. Um, side note, have you heard that Trixie said she only takes five minutes to douche? Thoughts on that? Anyways, Ask um, we make our way to Target to play in the bathroom for some understall play. Um, I tell him I'm in there, he gets in, I slide my little butt under, and um, he like puts his dick inside my hole. And my hole is, like, a little coin slot, so it's really tight. So, like, (laughs) I, like, pushed out a little bit because it was, like, kind of thick. So, like, his dick slipped out. And um, I felt something warm on my back, and I thought he was just spitting to, like, loop loop up my hole, you know? But I'm pretty sure he nutted. But at the time, I didn't know. And he, like, got up, he pulled up his pants, and he left. Like, he put it in one time and left. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, was there something wrong with me? No, and no. And I my sniffies, and he said, LOL, sorry. And as I'm about to reply, he blocked me. Ooh. So um, I'm pretty sure he nutted because there was some warm stuff on my back. Um, but anyways, after that, out. I drove home. Somebody else hit me up with a humongous dick. 
and um, he opened all the way into my second hole. So I guess it was worth it. Um, and I'm not going to sing the riff because uh, half of y'all need to stop singing that shit. You do not sound good. Goodbye. I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, bitch, you... <laughs> You sound proficient as fuck. Yeah, when it I comes like to that. Sex. I like that. Um, no, my mouth water. <laughs> he nutted. He nutted on you. I love that you went good. something. War- yeah, your butt is. You said it a little coin slot. The tighter it is, the faster they'll come. Oh my god. Also, sorry, lol. Some of y'all use lol wrong. No. <laughs> In this case, unfortunately, they used it absolutely correctly. Sorry, lol. <laughs> Black. Black. Like, and you know what else is fucked up? He's probably done this to so many people. He knows that he's a fast comer. Oh. That's his deal, probably. So he knows he doesn't want you to see his face. He doesn't want you to know who he is. He wants to stick it in, come immediately, and get out of there without letting you know. You, this just unlocks something in me. Do you know that uh, when I first started hooking up with people, I would get so excited that I was a quick comer? Mm-hmm. Now I'm taking a little... You now I take forever. Punch me what in the back of my head on? or whatever. It's like fucking bopping uh, to get me to go. But that is why I started sucking dick. Because I was like, I'll suck your dick so you don't even touch my dick. So I can be like so focused on you so that by the time I am like, I'm like, here's my dick. That like, it's been long enough. Oh. And then I just fell in love. Like sucking cocks. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. And don't do that in Target. Children shop there. Goodbye. Gay kids. To get access to our full uncensored video episodes ad-free and one day early, sign up for Mom Plus Gold at mompodcasts.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Engineered by Margot Padilla. Editing and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.